Welcome to the Extreme ECW Livecast. This week is episode 29, and we are covering ECW Hardcore TV, episodes 61 and 62 from June 14th and June 21st, 1994. I'm Mike Prue, along with JV, as always. JV, what's going on? How are you doing, actually? Uh, doing well. Ready to kick off um, episode 29. Whew. So. Yeah, and we are quite a ways deep. Halfway through 1994, 1994 is getting really good at this point. And yeah, the talent's picking up. A lot of like the oh. ECW stalwarts that we'll see in the future. Bang bang. Are, um, yeah, bang, bang. Are, uh, really making their presence felt. So yeah, we're in back a this jack. good time now. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely a good point. So if you're just joining us for the first time, you're in you're in good hands here because this is. Good ECW shit that you have. And if you've been watching along with us from the beginning, well, thank you for that. There's a lot of bullshit that we went through. Salvador Balomo and uh, the Super Destroyers and all that. But we've made it here now to 1994. So good shit happening here. And like we said, I'm Mike Pru and I'm along with JV. And if you want to follow us on Twitter, you can do that at MPRU83. That's me, Mike Crew. And you can follow JV at John Van Damage. John Van Damage with an H on Twitter. Also, check us out at ExtremeCast. At ExtremeCast. And also, we do a show every week. And it's called the Bottom Line Wrestling Cast, the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin. You can follow us on Twitter also at Bottom Line Wrestling Cast or Bottom Line Cast. We also have a Facebook group, Bottom Line Wrestling Cast. So check us out over there. And now we want to get into our shout-outs. We like to do shout-outs every, every episode here. And we have a good amount this week because we did record early last time. And it was before our regular scheduled recording date. So we didn't have all our tweets and all that. So we'll make it up for it now. And let's get started with that. So, Rick Beebe, our research department head, (laughs) (laughs) he gave us some information because we talked about where I brought up Mannequin. JV didn't know what the fuck Mannequin was, but Mannequin's a movie that came out in the 1980s, and I didn't know who the girl was. I, I just said, oh, she's like a hot 80s girl. And apparently, that was Kim Cattrall. And Kim Cattrall is from. Sex and the city, not sex and, in the city. Sex and big and trouble, the city. In little China. Oh, she's in big trouble in little and China. Police too. academy. Yes, police academy. You're yeah. right. No, she's in big trouble in little China with um, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, so yeah, she's a fucking she's a hottie. She was a smoke, yeah. When I was younger, Kim Control was the shit. So Rick B. Pamela Anderson came around. <laughs> you know, yeah. So it's like, he, oh, fake titties. All right. <laughs> fake titties? You think so? Yeah. What? I didn't think that's she what had, made she had fake Pamela titties? Anderson. Pamela Anderson. Oh, when she came around, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I thought you said Kim Control had fake titties. Like what? Nah. No. <laughs> All right, so anyway, Rick BB gave us the heads up on that. I was like, oh, that's Kim Cattrall. I mean, I could have looked it up on my own, but we didn't. But Rick is right there, Johnny on the spot, giving us that information. And we also did talk about Kimono Wanalea. Kimono Wanalea was a wrestler, uh, not a wrestler, but a female worker in ECW. And that name, I believe, came from Grumpy Old Men. So that's what I'm sticking to. That's my story. Is yeah, that, that joke? Yeah. Come on, I want to lay you. And Burgess Meredith said that joke in Grumpier. I think it was Grumpier Old Men. So part two. The second one. Yeah. The second one. And then just months later, there was a character in ECW named Come on, I want to lay you. So I thought, oh, maybe Paul Heyman just thought that was funny and decided to go with the name, or somebody decided to go with the name. Come on, I want to lay you. I know it's an old joke. It's it's not brand new to that movie. But the timing worked perfectly in my mind. Is that, shit, it's 1995, movie just came out. Come on, I want to lay you. Now, now you're going to have a character. Come on, I want to lay you. Maybe. Who knows? But that anyway. That joke in Austin Powers, I think, right? Doesn't he reuse that joke in no, Austin Powers movies? No, Fook Me, Fook You. Uh, fook no, me. I know them too, but I thought there was also a Come on, I want to lay a joke in Austin Powers. No, it's not. I know you, I, I know what you're thinking about. It's not Come on, I want to lay it. But it's no. uh, I, I wanna hump a lot. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Yep, yep. <laughs> I wanna hump a lot. It looked like China, kind of. Yeah, the big eyebrows and shit. <laughs> no, not the big eyebrows. Yeah. That was another girl. <laughs> there was a lot of puns in Austin Powers. That was the 90s. And what a shame, though, that Mike Myers gets blacklisted from doing movies after The Love Guru. Is what? That... Yeah, they don't. He hasn't made a movie since, basically. Why? From what I've understood is from what people say online, which means shit, I guess, but he's basically blacklisted. I mean, that movie was bad, but. <laughs> yeah, but. Does that, did something happen in the movie for him to be blacklisted? I don't know. I don't know. It's just there hasn't been a movie since. No shit. Damn. Yeah. It's weird how Hollywood works. They said, fuck you, Mike Myers. <laughs> All right, anyway. So, Rick BB did bring that up, you know. He in he listened to us talking about Kimono Wanalea, but he did tweet out to Paul Heyman and Raven about that because Raven was the guy that introduced introduced Kimono to the show. Okay. And and they didn't respond obviously. But <laughs> Was oh, I was waiting for like, oh, they responded. Like, what the fuck? Damn. <laughs> that was a good effort, though. You're promoted. 
<laughs> promoted to what? Another non-paying job. On- yeah, another non-paying job as head of fucking customer Research. relations. Research and development. Public relations expert. Gets responses out of fucking Paul Heyman and Raven. <laughs> so, of course, Rick, for all your work that you put in, thanks for listening. Yeah, nice try. As always. Good effort. But we also have a new shout-out. It's uh, Mike Digital. I don't know exactly. It's D-I-G-I-T-L. Like digital? Yeah, it's like digital. Mike Digital. It's like Bobby Digital. I, Remember Bobby Digital? Yeah, of course. That, that was, was, um, was that the RZA? RZA. The RZA's From, alter ego. Uh, yeah. It's like his alter ego. The B. The O. The B. The, the B, B. The B. The Y. The Y. The Z. The G. Ah, the T, the A, the L. It's probably the digital. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this is Mike Digital. Nice. I I guess it's uh, the way it's spelled. Look like it's. How is it? Mm. Not that important. Yeah, not that important. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so he said he brought up a big chant because we were talking about Hunter Q. Robbins the Third. So it's like I remember the Kmart chant: Kmart suit, Kmart suit, Kmart suit. <laughs> All right, that was important. I take back what I said. We should definitely get his name right. <laughs> that was Mike Digital. The Digital. Yeah, yeah whatever. That's awesome. Uh, that's he's, he's making the fun. He's making fun of uh, Hunting Crew Robbins of Turn. So that's a great <laughs> pickup there. And he said he truly loves ninety two and ninety three ECW. So fuck. Kmart had a very bad stigma in the nineties. Yeah. So that's cool. So thanks, Mike, for that. Back to school shopping at Kmart. At least that was how it was in our area. Oh my god, we used to make fun of Kmart all no the shit, time, right? Oof. I don't know uh, where the fuck else did people get their clothes. <laughs> Caldor. Bradley's? Caldor's Caldor? and Bradley's. Ames? <laughs> Ames. Same shit. <laughs> J.C. Penny, if you can make the ride. J.C. Penny was like high guard. Like, that was big time. Yeah, come my Arizona polos. Fuck now it. I feel like I'm getting a deal when I get like my summer shorts for like 12 bucks a piece Arizona from J.C. Penny. I'm lucky if I can find my summer shorts in my drawers. Like, oh, where the fuck's my shorts from last summer? I just buy new ones every year. Twelve <laughs> bucks. Get one of every color. Twelve bucks. You get khaki. You get dark khaki, light khaki, light blue, dark blue. And if you're feeling risky, you get like a green or something, and you're good. And you spent like fifty dollars on five pairs of shorts. And then they become yard work shirts the following year. You're welcome. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, another shout out. We got Johnny Villain, the other JV, and. I mean, it's not totally related to our show, but I figured, hey, fucking Johnny Villain has been a big part of the show over the past month and a half or so, and he's on social media a lot. So I was like, hey, give him a shout out here. He, he tweeted at us. He talked about Adam Hangman Page, and JV, you're a big follower of AEW, and yes. he loves Adam Page, as I love Adam Page. Right. I think I think he's, it's he's- great. You're not wrong if you're a fan of Adam Page, that's for sure. You no, know, all not all the way back, but when he was in ROH, 
He was one of my yep. favorites. Yep, I remember that. And he he's putting over the buckshot lariat, which is fucking great. It's a great move that he does. Um, I don't know how much I am happy with his character right now as just being this drunk guy, which is fine. It's a good character, I guess, but he's better off being a badass, like Stone Cold Steve Austin type character. I think he'll get in my opinion. They don't they don't need him to be that yet. I one hundred and there's no doubt in my mind. There's a hundred percent chance he's in their plans long term. Yeah, 100%. It, oh, definitely. Big but guy. it's like they know there's enough people that know he's great that they don't have to make him great yet, and they have to build other stars because that's kind of what they should be doing. Right. Which is why you got guys like Darby Allen, MJF, who are kind of getting probably more prominent spots than he is, but he's not in a bad spot either. I mean, he's on the side of fucking Kenny Omega every week. You're right. Right, and they're building up. But I get capacity. it. People like you and Johnny Villain, who know, no doubt in the mind, he's a superstar. He's a star. Yeah. And you want to see it now. You don't want to wait. And there's nothing wrong with that. But he's going to get his due. And when he does, it's going to be big. Because he's, you know, he's going to get his feud with Kenny Omega. And then it's to the moon for that guy. You're absolutely right. And I have an affinity towards him, too, because he was a teacher that. Just broke out from it. It's like, all right, this is what I want to do. I want to wrestle. So he left the teaching career. He had the balls to do it. Like a Me safe Tom's job. Right. You know what I mean? Going, you, you're going wrestler. You going wrestler next? Huh? No, I'm not. <laughs> no, no, I was saying because like you envy him doing that. It's like, is that what you want to do next? No, I can't do it. That's why. <laughs> that's why I envy him. <laughs> he had the balls to fucking just do yeah. it. Well, he was already wrestling, so he's like, eh, I'll do this. But anyway, so, cool shit. Thanks, Johnny Villain, for that. But one last thing before we get into the show is that I put out an ECW poll for the first time on the at ExtremeCast Twitter feed poll. And I wanted to see what you guys thought of was the best year of ECW wrestling. You know, we've been through... Probably the shittiest year. So we went through 93 and we're into 94. So still early yet. You know, it goes until 2001. But I just wanted to see what people thought was the best year. And I know I have my own opinion of what was the best year. But I was on vacation. I took a weekend with my wife to go to our place up in Maine and hang out. No TV. Well, actually, we did have TV, but no cable, no, none of that, and no kids, actually, because we let the kids stay at Grandma's house, and that was fucking awesome, and I just decided to put out some tweets, because I was bored at some points, and I want to see what you guys thought of ECW and what was the best year, so I did a little tournament, and here's the results, so in the first round, First matchup, 1997 beat 1992-1993. So I clumped those years together because 92 wasn't really on TV much. And I'll just associate those two together. So 97 beat 93, 92, 76% to 24%. That's clear, Victory. Who would have thought? Yeah, that's... (laughs) (laughs) You know... 
No doubt there. It's not easy. And <laughs> I did create my own rankings. So I, I did the tournament the right way. You know, a one seed, a two seed. I'm not going to put 97 against 95 in the first round. That's fucking dumb. You know, so. I had an idea of what the best years were, and I ranked them that way, and see how they came out according to the voters. So anyway, 97 moves on, and then you had 95 beat 2000 to 2001 as a combo year, 90 to 10%. So 95 is a huge victor there. Looking forward to that, then. Jeez, yes, next year. In my opinion, 95 is the best year. That's just my opinion. Move on from there. You have 1998 beat 1994. 57 to 43%. So that was very close. That's the closest first round matchup. 98 beating 94. And I would I would disagree with that. I think 94 is better than 98. 98, I think ECW is already falling apart. In 1994, ECW is growing already at this point, as we are doing here, as we cover June of 1994. So, it, it was probably just like one or two, like two to three votes off from winning. So, it lost. And then you have 1996 beat 1999, 73 to 27%. 99 sucked ass, so 96 deserves it. And then we move on to the semifinals. You have 1997 beat 1998, 54 to 46%. So that's very close there. 97, 98, that's that time where they were hot. So it could go either way. And 97 pulled it out. And then you have 1996 beat 1995, 54 to 46%. So, again, 1995 just loses by a little. They... They got through big time on 2000-2001, but now they're just barely losing to 96. And I can understand that 96-97. That's big years for ECW. Most people are finally getting it available to watch on TV. It's on pay-per-view, finally, by 97. So that makes sense and all. But that brings us now to the final. And JV... If you had to guess, 96 and 97, what's what's the winner? What's the best year? Um, Without looking at the notes. <laughs> yeah, I don't have the notes. 97. 97 wins. 62. 97 takes us to heaven. Yes. 97 is 62 to 38% in the finals. Nice. So it's a big year. It's the, the first time they have a pay-per-view. But it's the downfall, I would say. 97 is the downfall of ECW. Once Paul Heyman starts putting more money into shit that he can't afford, it's the end. Pay-per-view. Expanding to different markets. Using money. Oh, man. JV, you're a finance guy. If you if you read the history of ECW and how they spent money, you fucking lose your mind. I don't like reading bad finance, so I'll avoid that story. Boy, oh yeah. Ugh. At least we just get to cover it here. Cover the wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so there's that. 1997 won, so it, it, it is a good year. I wouldn't say it's the best. My opinion would be 1995 
is my favorite year. Well, 1997 was the winner of the people that were on Twitter. And that's not necessarily all you listeners. It's probably some people that don't know who the fuck we are that just clicked on something. So, but anyway, that's what won 1997. And we did have a few comments or a couple comments to continue with the shout outs. We had Ryan Damon. Ryan Damon, Ryan Damon has been a loyal listener for a while, and he can't believe that 1995 lost. Then also another loyal listener is Wayne G, and he's all about 1994 and 95. So, the true fans know, 94 and 95, that's the shit. That's that shit right there. <laughs> As P. Diddy once said. <laughs> and I just lost a lot of credibility because I said P. Diddy. But anyway, that's that. Let's move on now to our first episode. It's ECW Hardcore TV. Episode 61 from June 14th, 1994. JV, are you situated? Yes. I'm ready to go. All right. So I'll give a countdown three down to one. And I'll say play. And then when I say play, we'll click play. Three, two, one, play. Connect this jack again. Bang, bang. Okay. All right, so we're building up to the Hostile City Showdown. Sabu versus Cactus Jack. And we get the crazy music open again. Nice. And we are in for a 36-minute episode. 36 minutes and one second. All right, so let me read the little preview that the network has the legendary high flyers battle in an aerial warfare in the main event when sabu takes on two cold scorpio sandman faces tommy cairo in a wild brawl and jd smith faces hack myers in singles action katha shack takes ecw to the extreme and more that sounds like a pretty damn good episode Oh, look at the Bruise Brothers just appear out of nowhere and beat the fuck out of two jobbers. Big bastards. They're so big. Who's this dumpy ass dude? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Hamburglar. <laughs> Hamburglar. Oh, his name is Sadoff. A Sadoff. Bad name. Change it. Joel Hartgood is in the ring. Looks like a little tiny ass dude. Whoa! And his name, Joel Harkwood, is a play on the name of Joel Goodhart, which was a former promoter. That they're just pulling a rib on, making fun of. What a wow! Holy shit! (laughs) Never mind who the. That fucking I guess dumpy. I didn't catch that the match even started. Yeah, who the hell was that dumpy dude? They don't give a shit about who. Look at him. There he is, stumbling and bumbling around. <laughs> Looks like he's a fan. He's wearing the singlet, but he doesn't have the balls to not wear a shirt underneath it. It's like going to the beach with a t-shirt on. Weird. Oh, we still got Willie Watts on commentary. 
Nope, Joey Styles is not back. All right, so that sucks, asshole. Man, Maddie in the house. No, yes, it's Maddie's in the house. The hottest thing, the hairiest thing, up. the wildest thing, the ECW. Reason, Hostile City Showdown. The match, Cactus Jack versus Sabu. Now, let's talk about my favorite. My favorite is Mikey Whipwreck, the champ. Mikey went in and he faced the Roughneck last week. He beat, he scratched, he punched, he kicked, he was all over him. Well, not exactly, but he won. So let's take a look at my boy, hopefully yours. Yeah, here. Hi, here, yeah. Mikey Whipwreck. What was the greatest ah, I love Matty Nuts. All right, so we got a little recap from last week. It's Mr. Hughes against. Mikey Whipwreck, who has been defending his recently won TV championship as an underdog, and he keeps pulling out these wins. So we're about to see Mikey pull out another win against Mr. Hughes here. Oh, nice sidewalk slam, though, from Mr. Hughes. He definitely has one of the better ones. That's a good one. It helps when Mikey Whipwreck's taking it because this guy's a hell of a seller. He is. Yeah, that, that, that's a great comment. Mikey Whipwreck, he does sell like a motherfucker. Yeah. I mean, hey, everyone's good at something in wrestling. No one, very few are great at everything. And, like, he's really good. Like, even before he took this one that we just saw, the way yeah. he's, like, acting groggy and... That's selling. That's making the um the match seem real, you know? Right. He's looking like taking a nap. <laughs> he's, yeah. he's laying down there. He's just, I don't know if he's uh, saying he might actually be really fucked yeah, up. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> we might be giving him too much credit. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Who else can do that with a tie and dress pants on? So three, three sidewalk slams. And here comes and, Jason. And that's the ball game. <laughs> <laughs> What? Oh, okay. All right. The referee never said anything about you can't keep doing that. But oh, then he just then he appears out of nowhere. The referee wasn't even in the ring. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see a warning. <laughs> All right, let's listen to that. Maddie in the house. The ECW's big New York debut right on the outskirts of New York City. We'd like to remind you that we come to your hometown, any size town, and we bring our mayhem with us. Case in point, the Sandman versus Tommy Cairo, Montgomeryville, Farmer's Market. Falls count anywhere in the building. Woman and peaches barred from the ring. Let's check it out. All right. That's the match. Sandman versus Tommy Cairo? Falls count anywhere? Alright. I like the different type of arena. Just looks more pleasant. <laughs> yeah. Better lighting. Yeah. Looks looks great. 
I'm sick of listening to Willie Watts, though. That's for sure. Yeah, Joey can't come back soon enough. Come on, Joey. I think he comes. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he comes back at Hostile City Showdown. That's his return. Which is what we will be covering in two weeks. Hostile City Showdown, another Supercard special. Ooh, those are fun. Ooh, Tommy Carroll to the top row. What are you doing? It looks like British Bulldog from 1999. <laughs> it's mini Bulldog. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking jeans on. And his little boots. <laughs> little boots. That's the bottom line cast coming out with you. <laughs> Stone Cold coming. Just a little bit. You got your little boots on. Your little fanny pack. Your fucking jackass. Where are they going? To the basement? I mean, the basement. Fucking attic. <laughs> All right, so they they're working. Where's the counter? Yeah, what is... Oh, shit, he just threw a chair. Oh. Tommy Cairo just threw a chair down to the Sandman as the Sandman walks down some stairs. What the hell? JV, how could you... How would you describe this place? What, um, the, what the fuck are Looks they? like it's a parking garage. Like the bottom level of parking garage, they turned into like a wrestling place. I don't know. My gosh, Tommy Carroll just took a dive off of a little ramp into the sand. This guy man. just got to work with his thigh on. He's got a weight in his hand. That guy's holding like a ten pound weight. He, no, he must. Yeah, he must work for them in some <laughs> capacity. Although he does look like a guy on my Channel Ten weather report. <laughs> yeah. Maury Hirschgartner or something like that. <laughs> Oof. This is cool. This is like interactive for the crowd. But they keep cutting, wow. so we got a nice chair shot from suplex. Sandman. Well, what the fuck was that? Tommy Cairo just fell on a chair and flipped over. <laughs> Did he trip? Sandman knocks a table, a fold-up table, on Tommy Cairo. Willie walks at the viewer. How would you describe this? How would you describe this, Brew? I, I, well, I would describe it as a shit show at this point. We got the garage <laughs> open, and Tommy Cairo has taken the. I don't even know how to describe that table. It's just a fold up table, but it's not the typical fold up table that you would think of of WCW or traditional ECW. It looked like the fold up table that you may have had on Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> and and that was used to just beat the shit out of Sandman and then they just real cut they cut real quick to the ring for John Finnegan to raise Tommy Caro's hand and then he just leaves the ring hmm. oh and then Sandman comes back so alright so here's the real action a lot of cuts in that match Oh. Sandman's back, and he's going to beat the shit. What's that? The Singapore what? Singapore cane. cane. Not the Vietnamese cane. Yeah. <laughs> that guy's jacked in the crowd. And Sandman, oh yeah. Jack. Flat top. Like Marco Krokop. UFC fighter. <laughs> A pride fighter, mostly. Actually. K1. All right, so Sandman's got the cane, and he's jumping off the top rope, and nails Tommy Cairo. 
These guys have been going at it for a while at this point. I thought Sammy was just picking his asshole, but he pulled out a cigarette from <laughs> his ass crack. <laughs> and now he's lighting it up. And wax Tommy Kyra on the head. He's bloodied up. He's busted open. And I, I feel like I'm saying it every two weeks at this point, but we're getting to the point where now Sandman is a Sandman. Oh, yeah. He's smoking cigarettes. He's got his cane. He's wearing his Zumbas. And he's fucking beating people up. All right, let's listen to Maddie in the house again. Fight, he seems to win the war. Let's go check out the Sandman with woman and hear what they have to say. The time's come, Tommy Cairo. I have to call in your dead. You see, people are calling me all the time, Tommy Cairo. You're costing people. me money. You're costing woman money. Excuse me. Who's that? No. The Bruce Brothers. The Bruce Brothers? Double your pleasure, double your fun. Double our money. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy Cairo, oh, pay she's your so bill. You're costing <laughs> me money. They're lining up, Tommy Cairo. When I climb that pole and grab that stick, I'm going to hit you one last time, Tommy Cairo, because you were too stupid to know what to do. You couldn't go get a job. You couldn't pay your bill. It's over, Tommy Cairo. Your debt's being called in. And Tommy, if you don't pay your bill, I'm going to cut through you like ECW's Lorena Bobbitt. That's a good promo by Sandman. Yes. Woman, not so much. Wasn't but, too long. Well, Sandman yeah. was damn good there. All right, so what do we got here? Fucking. All right, we're building up to a match here. Low down on the showdown. Next week on ECW, Pitbull against. Oh, hey, hey, hey! Cold two That's right, where the wrestling happens. If you like real wrestling, if you like bones grabbing, if you like people talking about, ooh, ah, I like that. Where the ECW is the place to be. Check it out, Shane Douglas. You the franchise of this company, and you got something that I want. That's the gold around your waist, and I'm on the attack. So Shane, be looking over your shoulder, be looking over your back, because I'm coming after you. Sabu, everywhere you go every night, you should be looking about too cold, baby, because I'm flying off the sky. I'm coming from the ground on up. I'm coming to take you out and kick your butt. That's right. Public enemy, what is that? That sounds like some kind of enema. You got the tag team belts, you got the straps, I want them. I don't have a tag team partner, but I'm looking. If anybody <laughs> out there that can fit the bill that Two Code is looking for, hey, call me, baby, because I am looking for a partner. Public Enemy, hey, I don't have one now, but if you got something to say, say it, and I'm sure we can get it straightened out. Bottom line is, ECW is the place to be. Scorp Dog is in the house, and everybody knows, hey, whoop, there it is, and I'm gone. Scrub Dog? That's his nickname? Ah, uh, that was terrible. <laughs> like, it's like he was supposed to be rhyming and then... Scrub Dog. He, I'm he Scrub Dog. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Scrub Dog is here. I don't think he hit one rhyme at all the whole time. Nah, I don't think he was trying to rhyme the whole time, but... He sucked at the end. Alright, so... 
this video package. Let me see. I think I have a note on what the music was here. Alright, yeah, so the music was supposed to be Fantastic Voyage, and that's what we're going to play during the break. Come along and ride on that Fantastic, fantastic Voyage. Side, side, simply side. This non-copyright music sucks. Ugh. WWE, if you can't afford to buy the shit, then fucking don't put it on. Actually, yeah, I want you to put it on, but <laughs> fucking pay for the shit. Bound out. Terrible music. Ah. Uh. Alright, we heard JT Smith, but... It's the same one? Yeah, JT Smith high as fuck right here. Alright, good, good. Take it. No, he's not gonna take it. <laughs> Anymore! <laughs> JT Smith versus Hack Myers coming up here. The Shah... We saw Hack Mayans last episode. So happy. Hack Mayans dressed like Sandman. Let's go, JT. JT's got to win here, right? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. Because I know, obviously we know his career doesn't really turn into much, so at some point... His career is going to take a turn for the worse. Is this is this that match? Well, it's going to be that because he's frustrated already, right? So maybe he goes on a losing streak. Forever. Yeah, forever. That sucks, though, because this he's, crowd he's isn't one of the hot, best. It seems. No. Prior crowds. They're probably sick Pretty of... Quiet. Sick of the show. Probably been going on for hours. Yeah, true. I'm gonna watch these fuckers. Nice up toss. Yeah. I mean, he's one of the most sound wrestlers they actually have. <laughs> yes. We've said like, that for so long. He could do it all. He could. He can wrestle like a big man, and he can wrestle like a lightweight. It's weird that this guy never really amounted to like an everyday name. A household name. Never. Only to us ECW fans, he's a name. Yeah. Oh, nice chop. Whips hack buys to the ropes and nice drop kick as he always does. I don't know how many times I have to say it, but I'm going to say it again. I miss Joey Styles. Please yep. come back, Joey. Next episode. Baby, come back. I can't wait. <laughs> Baby, come back. Never have. <laughs> All right, I'll stop. <laughs> yeah, stop. <laughs> Reminds me of those, like, back in the 90s. There would always be those, those commercials 
the background sell- singers. No, 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 the commercials for selling compilation albums. Oh yeah, where they would just like the screen would just show the name of the song and whatever was playing would be highlighted. Baby, come yeah. back. <laughs> then, it's like a fireplace in the background. Right. Yeah, and, and yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. And, and it's so funny because my sister and I, we would always just, we'd memorize that shit. And that's how I learned so many songs from the 70s and the 80s. <laughs> it's just from hearing those commercials. Time Life Christmas. Yes, you're right. Yeah, Time, time Life. life. Ni- time Life 70s. <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> time Life Light Rock. Buy it for oh, 50 bucks. Buy, it, yeah. buy a CD for 50 bucks. <laughs> I haven't paid for oh, music. Oh, J.D. Smith won? Fucking over a decade. Easy. I have not paid for music. Shit. Yeah, you're smarter than me. <laughs> I can't tell you the last time I've paid for music. I don't feel guilty about that either. Paulie. The only time that Sabu will take on Cactus Jack. Nice hat. See, my Uncle Moisture, the Peeping Tom, is alive and well and living in Atlanta, Georgia, which means he is still within <laughs> the ranks of WCW, and I got it all wrong. See, I thought WCW was sending Cactus Jack into ECW as an interpromotional dream match to take Sabu out so that ECW wouldn't have this phenomenal attraction at the top of the card managed by yours truly, Ted Turner's number one enemy, Paul E. Dangerously, but I had it all wrong. You see, WCW doesn't want this match to happen because they know that Sabu can take Cactus Jack out. They know that Sabu is fully capable of ruining their clash of the champions, of ruining the career of the man that came to Philadelphia and beat the living crap out of the nasty boys and won the world tag team title with Kevin Sullivan. They know that Sabu can cost them a lot of money because I want him to because Sabu can ruin the life of Cactus Jack just like I know that Sabu, it can fall victim to Cactus Jack just as easily. That Cactus Jack, the man with a severed ear, the man who just doesn't care about his own body, is just as willing to end the miserable, stinking life of Sabu in the middle of the ring. And I'm sure he wouldn't mind getting his hands on me either. Well, Cactus Jack, let me tell you something, my man. In my travels, I've traveled everywhere in this world. And Sabu and I know one thing about New Mexico. It's how they send somebody off. We're sending you off, Jack. AMF. Good as always. Holy Scoop Watts. In the house. The fuck is he talking about? Alright, so here we go. Big match. The debut of Tuco Scorpio. And Sabu. Alright, so Sabu working. He's going low on Tuco Scorpio here. JV, where you at? Alright, sounds like I'm alone here. So let me get started. As this match continues, we got leg work going on here, so it's starting off slow. 
Still. Oh, I was muted. Sorry about that, buddy. Oh, okay. I got a unsuspecting knock on the door. Oh, that's okay. But I was at, um, I said 22 20 then, so at 56, 57, 58. Yeah, that's where I am. Yeah, wow. what I was saying was the announcer, Watts here, called it from the start that yeah, was, uh, Sabu was going to play the the leg game and go for the legs. Yeah, that's what I was and talking now about. now Scorpio's uh, returning the favor here. Did you say that? They're both high flyers. So. No, yeah, I did. I was just muted oh. all the time. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was probably muted for like the past minute. I was saying the same shit. <laughs> <laughs> I heard you saying like, what, you not hear me? <laughs> so, Tuco Scorpio's got some creamsicle clothes on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Always a good go-to on the ice cream truck. Affordable. <laughs> Under $2. Yeah, it's the cheap one. It's the 50 cent. <laughs> yeah. And always pleased that you eat it. Right. My favorite cheap cheapo ice cream truck is give me the chocolate eclair. Oh the strawberry yeah. one. Strawberry is underrated too. Yeah, strawberry eclair. Oh. Give me that good what what's it called? Good Good humor. Good humor, yeah. Yeah, the whole that's the whole fucking ice cream truck thing is good humor. What's with that white spot on the ref's pants on the right side? That's his pocket. On his knee? On his knee? Yeah, right there. Right oh, there. okay. I see it. Yeah, what the fuck is that? Oh. Who cares? <laughs> it's a little spot. Shitty pants. Yeah. He doesn't get paid by Paul Heyman, so. Hey, show up to the show. I won't pay you for five years. <laughs> Randall Cunningham jersey spotted in the crowd. Headlock here by Sabu. Yes, matches starting slow for our team there. Yeah, for but, two uh, guys that are. But two guys are supposed to be high, right? High flyers. Oh, there we go. That sucked. That he drop kick has an ugly sucked. drop tip. Yeah, he noticed his drop kick is very lackluster. Oh, horrible. This is where he gets himself over his spot that he's trying to set up here. And two coals just waiting out there for him. Oh, sound. I'm gonna put it right. I'm gonna put it out there right now. Sabu sucks. Um, he's definitely overrated from what I've seen so far. He does. He has like a few moves that are kind of the same flips, just different spots of the ring. Yeah. No, I and I like those spots, but he's lazy as fuck. Me too. He's so slow. He's definitely more limited than I thought he was. Yeah, outside he, of like the shock value spots. Like. Come on, we're, we're talking about June 14, 1994, and he's already slow as shit. I mean, we'll see more, but... Like, what's, this, what's the stall going on here, and why is Too Cold waiting outside the ring? Get the fuck in the ring and get the match going here. Yeah, he see he missed a sunset flip, and he was supposed to. That didn't look like that was supposed to happen. It wasn't. Too cold has to be thinking. I left WCW to deal with this bullshit. This amateur hour. This is what this is. 
Sorry. I think Scorpio's being put in a bad spot with a worker that's not as experienced as him. Yeah. That's why I'm saying this is amateur out because Too Cold is a professional. Sabu is not. This is a very this, stale match. This sucks. It has no pace or identity right now. And I thought this was going to be the match I was looking forward to. It's like, yeah. all right, cool. Too Cold Scorpio, Sabu, Too Cold's first appearance in ECW. This is not good. Maybe it gets better. We'll see. <laughs> you hear that guy in the crowd? Hit him with a chair! <laughs> That's fine. Sabu misses with a leg drop from the outside of the ring. Too cold, starts working on the knees, hits him down, setting him up. Oh. Working on the leg. Paulie finally making some. Making himself noticeable for the first time. <laughs> Miz 911, who hasn't been really involved in a few weeks, but here he is. All right, Cole's working on Sabu's knee still. <laughs> Sabu's selling. It's very repetitive. Yeah, it's. That's a nice drop kick by Too Cold. Kick Sabu out of the ring. You expect? I mean, based on. Just kind of hoping nine one one does something to kind of like spice up this match. Oh, there we go. I was gonna say why. So, he just takes that big dive out of the ring. He should have done it immediately. Why did it take up to 10 seconds for him to decide, okay, I'm going to jump out of the ring? Probably because Sabu might not have been in the spot he needed him to be. Okay, then. So, that continues our yeah. discussion of Sabu sucking ass. Look at it. See, even that. Like, look at Sabu just sets himself up. He looks like he doesn't want to work. I agree. Like, I don't want to put this guy over. Because I'm whoever the fuck I think I am. It's as if Sabu is thinking, oh, this guy's from WCW. He's going to take my job. Yeah, I'm not going to sell for him what it looks like yeah I mean that's that's what I see man see alright so Sabu's grabbing chairs he's throwing chairs around he gets one brings it in the ring that's cool let's see what happens there nice oh Sabu attacks too cold with the chair into the gut a few times that's cool but we don't see what's going Oh, and he tosses it right onto Tukold's head and then throws it out of the ring. We don't see what's happening on the other side of the ring, which is Paul Lee jumped up to the corner 
We talked to the ref, but we didn't see exactly what happened there. I think Paulie was telling the ref, Let, let's fucking wrap this shit up. Because <laughs> <laughs> this is fucked up. Alright, so this is a big spot, though. Alright, so... That was he, pretty good. That's his go-to move. And even Jumping that... off chairs and shit. Yeah. That wasn't that good, though, either. Like, that's his go-to thing. Like, the guy's in the corner. Let me set the... Set the chair up. And then do the side... Side kick. Or side leg drop into the corner. He, he barely hit it. But now this would be a good spot here where he's going to try to attempt the suplex with the chair set up. But he gets pushed off and... Alright, that's cool. Sabu takes the bump there. And Scorpio does a flying splash. Sabu kicks out on two. Based on everything that... I don't know who's going to win this match because I haven't watched it. But I think Scorpio's gonna win. I would hope Scorpio's gonna win, but based on the way Sabu is, oh no, yeah, he's gonna win right here, right? What? Uh. Sabu doesn't deserve to be able to. No, Sabu doesn't deserve to win this match. Come on, hit. Ah, oh, jeez. Sabu kicks out of a belly to belly. I guess we're wrong. Is Sabu gonna win this match? He sucks! Is 911 gonna get involved, like you said? Trip him? Oh. What? That sucks. What was that? Both of those flips from Too Cold below. What is he doing? It's like, it reminds me of when you pretend to do a cotwheel and you don't know how to do one. Like, you just yeah. like, <laughs> just a little flip you over. Half it. Yeah. Like, it's like a wheel. forward roll. <laughs> oh, that's cool, though. Too Cold jumps out onto Heyman and Sabu on the ringside area. All right, they're going to count him out. Yeah. Let's see. Alright, so they're battling outside the ring. 911 is standing around. The referee is. I don't know what he's looking at, but he's not checking out the guys. <laughs> Trying to get a water? <laughs> yeah, what is he on? He's like, hey, give me that. I need a water over here. I mean, I'm totally cool with Sabu breaking tables, but. Whatever he's this doing. It's interesting now. Like something wild about to happen. Yeah, what's going to happen here? Oh, it's going to be a choke slam. Oh. All right, so 911 yeah. has grabbed two cold. jumping from somewhere high. Yeah. So beyond the railing, 911 has set up two cold on a table, and Sabu is going to jump. He earns his money. Oh. What the fuck was that? Tuco. That was crazy. Because. <laughs> looked like Tuco Scopia recovered. Yeah, Tuco like got up. He got up and, like, walked to the concession stand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he got up and then, like, oh shit, I gotta lay back down. 
And then Sabu jumped out of the ring over the guardrail that was pushed very closely to the ring and crashed through, landing on Tuco Scorpio. This is all very lackluster. Now, for what you think of ECW and its history of Sabu, and you have two cold Scorpio, and this being their first match together, this is not what you would ever think. This sucks. So, both guys get tossed back into the ring, basically, laid down flat. Sabu. So rolls over and gets his arm over to Cold Scorpio and wins the match. Well, here's a good break from that bullshit. Let's listen to Cactus Shack. Well, let's forget about the belt because the belt really doesn't count for anything except for the fact that I won it in the city of brotherly love. And that means a lot of pride to me. So when I come to Philadelphia, hey, the people know me real well. Sabu, they know you real well too, but I'm just saying this isn't a warning. It's a promise. You're going to see a different Cactus Jack. That's it? That's it, yeah. So, thankfully that ended on a good note there. Oof, that was a rough episode. And I was hoping... We were on a good run. I feel like uh, the matches should have been a lot better than we got. Just kind of sloppy. I, work. Well, I think I just had my hopes up with Sabu and Tuko Scorpio, yeah. and they didn't work well together at all. And I like I, like we said throughout the match, Sabu's fault. It's not too cold. Yeah. Too cold looked like he was trying to work with a pro, and he finally realized he's working with an amateur. <laughs> amateur. <laughs> so there's that, and you know, thankfully, uh. Cactus Jack shows up there and just gives us a moment of levity. <laughs> but that wraps up things for episode 61 from June 14th, 1994. We're going to take a quick little break, but we've got a little music video for you. And it comes from the Public Enemy video package from earlier. And it's Fantastic Voyage by Coolio. So take a listen to that and we'll be right back. And we'll be covering episode 62 from June 21st, 1994.
my life and maybe eat some steak with my beans and rice up. Place where my kids can play outside without living in fear of a drive by. And even if I get away from them drive by suckers, I still gotta worry about them brothers. I keep on searching and I keep on looking for fools on the slave and watch the Brooklyn. I gotta keep my faith in my people, but sometimes my people be acting like they evil. You don't understand about running with a gang, cause you don't gangbang. If you can't help yourself, you better make a live. Trying to get a piece of that apple pie Every game ain't the same Cause the game still remained On the scene kind of strange Ain't a damn thing changed If you don't work then you don't need And only damn fuckers can ride with me Hop, 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 if I put you down the block Stay sucker free and shake the buses off your job You gotta have heart, son, if you wanna go Watch this sweet cherry, it's swing low Ain't nobody crying, ain't nobody dying Ain't nobody worrying, everybody's fine Nothing from nothing, leaves nothing If you wanna have something, you better stop running Got no ride. But wait a minute. All right, we're back now for the next episode of ECW Hardcore TV. That'll be episode 62 from June 21st, 1994. So go ahead and get yourself situated there and starting right at the Zero 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 mark. So, just get yourself over to that. While you're doing that, I'll read what the description is on the network. We have the public enemy face the bad breed in a wild main event that goes all over the arena. ECW Television Champion the Pitbull battles Mikey Whipwreck. I thought the TV champion was Mikey Whipwreck. <laughs> we'll, see, we'll have to see what happens there. The Tasmaniac faces the Rock and Rebel. We get a special look at a feud between the Sandman and Iron Man Tommy Cairo. Mr. Hughes takes on Chad Austin, Sabu, Cactus Jack, and more. 
All right, so you sh should be ready to go at this point. I'll count down three down to one and say play, as always. And when I say play, we'll all click play. JV, you ready? Yes, sir. All right, three, two, one, play. Oh, what the hell is this guy saying? All right, so let's listen to some fans talk about Cactus Jack versus <laughs> Sabu. <laughs> Hey, no drinking and driving. Yeah, no shit. That guy's hammered. <laughs> oh, this mailman. And that's it. God. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. At least they're having fun with it. Yeah. A lot of big matches cool. coming up soon. Just a few days away. At the Hostile City Showdown. Which we'll be covering in two weeks. Do a time time check real quick. Yep. One, five, six, seven, eight. I'm about a half second ahead of you, but All right. fine. You got Taz throwing a table right now. Jason in his suit. Yes, <laughs> shit ass Shane, suit. Heyman. We got the big boot. Big Bruce Brothers. Sabu. Sabu gonna flip from the ring. Sabu's disappointing in our, in our last yeah, match. Our last episode here. Yeah, last match, really, yeah. yeah Sabu versus Two Cold Scorpio. I thought it was gonna be something great, but it failed. But here we are. Are in quick headbutt yeah. suplex. Willie Watts still on commentary here. And they're in some new place. I don't know where they are for this show. But they're not in the ECW arena. No. As Taz takes on the Rock and Rebel. Clothesline from the Rock and Rebel to Taz. Taz is down. Backhand oh, chops in the corner. Ooh. Running forearm. Rock and Rebel gains control here. Going for that pin. Yeah. Uh, rather than go for the pin, he's choking. Yeah. Choking Taz. Wear him down a little bit more. Get his stamina meter down. And a body slam. Body slam. It's over. Let's see, what's he going to try from the top rope? Nothing, because Taz is already up. Look at this place. What the fuck kind of... Yeah, where are they? Shit show are they in? A fucking flea market? It says, it says Famous Market Plaza on the sign there. And look at this like a... <laughs> oh, Taz gets the win wow. after a body slam. What a turnaround. What the hell? Hashtag fuck rock and rebel. Here comes Jason now to beat up Taz. Taz tosses Hashtag, his what ass. What the fuck just happened? There's like that was a, such like a quick turn. There's a... Th on the right-hand side of the screen, not at this moment, but if they pan back over to the right, there's like a three-year-old boy just standing outside of the guardrail. Not behind the guardrail. He's like in front. He's hanging around. All right, so yeah, I have Pitbull in here now. He's going to come help Taz. 
Someone's got to help him, right? Ooh. Give me that three-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's go, Taz. Come back. Yeah, he's getting oh. double teamed here by Pitbull and Rock and Rebel. Rock and Rebel and Pitbull. You would think he'd have, he'd have somebody come out, like maybe Kevin Sullivan. Nice I suplex. Yes. I suplex and a super kick. To the Rock and Rebel as he falls outside of the ring. So Taz didn't need anybody's help. He, he no. cleared the ring on his own. Oh, look at that Hulk. sign in the front row. Rebel rules. Rebel rules. Get the fuck out of here. Rebel rules. <laughs> Ooh, Peaches looks worn down here. Tommy Cairo looks like he's aged like a shit in the past year since we started covering him. Sure does. I think it's because of a tooth. <laughs> yeah, he lost that tooth and now he just looks like he's aged 10 years. Yeah. And he's not as jacked as he was. Yeah. He was a newspaper hawk in the day. During the day. What's that mean? Was <laughs> <laughs> he in Vietnam? What's going on here? Alright, so now we're getting a clip from when worlds collide when they had their Singapore or caning match. A woman. Oh, God. Oh. Tommy Cairo took that cane shot to the Oof. fucking head twice. At when worlds collide, those are brutal shots. Oh, and running on the back swing, he <laughs> yeah. hit Miss Peaches. Yeah, or Peaches looks just as bad. The second looks worse the second time. Yeah, it does. This looks like better quality than the version we watched. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Woman had it for a moment and took it back. Oh. Thought she was gonna hit Peaches with it. Yeah, that would have been Doesn't nice. She? I think she, she does. Uses it. That memory sucks. Smoking a cigarette. That's the best. A cigarette after you <laughs> kick somebody's ass with a cane. Beat the shit out of somebody. <laughs> yeah, she does use it. I thought so. Yeah. All right. All right. That yeah. Yeah. Pounds her in the ass a few times. Gets kinky here. Shake, whack the fuzz off of that peach. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> see that think. sign. <laughs> I didn't see it either. I thought you just. Oh, no, no. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a good one, bro. <laughs> no, that's a front row sign, guy. That's like an R rated dad joke. <laughs> whack the fuzz off the peach. <laughs> oh. Man, it's funny he's doing it with the butt sticking out of his mouth. <laughs> Hell yeah, ashes everywhere. As far as he's not getting smoke in his eye. Every time I've tried to smoke a cigarette in my life, I end up with smoke in my <laughs> eye. I want my money. All right, let's listen to a woman. She wants her money from Tommy Cairo. I want my money. I've beaten this guy half to death already, woman. I don't know what the heck we're going to have to do. Maybe you're going to have to finish the job, Grandma. Maybe I will just finish the job. Or maybe we'll have to put a lock on the house. Or maybe lock up his heart. Or better yet, put a chastity belt on Peaches. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Definitely has smoker's teeth. Yeah. Uh-oh. Pitbull. 
Bone Rock and Rebel. After they got their ass kicked by Taz. They all got bananas. <laughs> Jeez. Troy Aikman in the back there. Rock and Rebel. <laughs> you know, right now we got uh, Jason on the mic and he's not really doing anything. <laughs> Maybe they'll go for it on fourth down. <laughs> Jason sucks. He does. He's like your friend that tries to come up with a wrestling persona. <laughs> he just takes one that's already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He it takes, sucks. He takes a character you, you think nobody knows. <laughs> like, no, nah, I know who Rick Martell is. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Not fooling me. <laughs> That's perfect. Pitbull's always got a fucking hemorrhoid or something. Let's go. He's quick that time. Yeah. Oh, what's Rock and Roll have to say? I'm gonna snap your dick. <laughs> you, 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 <laughs> <laughs> he breaks the banana in half. <laughs> I'll break your cock off. It actually wasn't bad for that duel because it wasn't 63 minutes long. Yeah, everybody used their time wisely. Now we, got a, we got a video package of the Pitbull. Look warm there. Listen to this music. Terrible. Oh, look at this guy. We don't remember that match. No, I didn't see that. I want to see that against the fucking karate guy. The young dragons. I th we did see that team in action. It was Mikey Whipwreck in a mask. Before he was Mikey Whipwreck. Oh. JT Smith. Yeah, when he kicked the leg. But this Smith. is cool how they're kind of showcasing like. What the Pitbull's like done. Pitbull's done, yeah. I guess this is how you kind of promoted your characters back in the day. Yeah. It's better than letting them do a promo. <laughs> this music. <laughs> Sounds like it's like knockoff. It's like in... Genesis music. I was going to say it's kind of like in living color music. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Now we have Mikey Whipwreck video package. Oh, no. Yeah. There we go. Whipwreck. Oh, look how they timed the slam with the beat of the song. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. Well, Mikey Whipwreck. He's basically like Little Mickey. No, what's his name? Wow, oh, well. one of my favorite games ever. The Punch-Out game. Oh. Yeah, I don't know his name. Fuck. I can name all of the villains. I can't remember his name. Kristen <laughs> Honda. Joe Glass. Double choke slam from 911. <laughs> Glass Joe, actually. Double choke slam coming up. Mikey Whipwreck and Pee Wee. Oh. E. Pee Wee took that awkwardly, too. Mike Awesome kicking the shit out of Mikey Whipwreck. So this is Mikey Whipwreck's video package, but everything is him getting his ass kicked. Because <laughs> 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 he never gets offense on anybody. He just happens to win these matches. Uh, takes a beating. Even Jason's kicking his ass. <laughs> 
I never try to splash someone bigger. No, Mr. Hughes handles the hell out of him. Oh, oh my God. This is the match that Mr. Hughes should have become the TV champion. But like he squeaked it out. Mikey Whipwreck. Yeah, and kicked to the face by Pitbull. Legit kicks. <laughs> oh my god. Jeez. Mikey Whipwreck just takes a beating. Oh <laughs> my god. Why the hell would he ever want to go to work? He's just getting his ass kicked. His threshold for pain and like recovery is super high. It's gotta be. There he is, the TV champ. Yeah, so the, the network has the description wrong. It says TV champion Pipple battles Mikey Whipwreck. Mikey Whipwreck's the TV champion. That match will uh, be coming. Yeah, they're giving you the spoiler, maybe? Okay, we're back in the yeah, I maybe. Know. I don't know who wins. Yeah, maybe. Why is this a special edition? That pink tank top in the crowd. That guy looks like... Uh, the parking lot guy from... Actually, looks like Randy Quaid. Look at him. Yeah. <laughs> like in Major League. <laughs> he's a, yeah, yeah, yeah. one of the fans. <laughs> the hecklers. Major League 2, I think he's in. Not the first one. All right, Shane Douglas. Here we go. When any of you want to get your hands on me, I pay this man damn good money. Damn good money to keep filthy wrestlers' hands off of me <laughs> and make sure that the only hands that touch me are those soft, supple clean hands of all those beautiful women that want to get their hands on the franchise tell them big man that's right you see everybody wants a piece of us you see i'm the man that always walks around with the man with the gold you see i'm the man you understand from the hood the bricks as they say in new york city you see this man with the gold just like a long time ago when lex luger was in town i was his man now i'm with this man here you want to so you want to mess with us you see, I'm in front of this man. Don't nobody mess with us. You understand that? Back to live Mr. action. Mr. Hughes Monday. loves to name drop people from the past. Yeah, he does. Just uh, like put himself over and make himself like, like I'm a big star. He associates <laughs> himself with those guys. <laughs> yeah, see, I was aligned with a star. <laughs> I fought the Undertaker. <laughs> I was Lex Luger's bodyguard. Oh, that was quick work of lukewarm Chad Austin. Didn't even show the match. It just showed him getting slammed. And now we have... <laughs> we have that same 80s movie music for this Shane Douglas video package. The John Hughes movies. <laughs> <laughs> this is the sad part of it, and then I'll pick up... <laughs> Imagine working for the network and having to put this together and replace the music with shit music like this. Yeah, it's like, what kind of non-copyright sounds are they giving you to work with? <laughs> Whole lot of video packages here in them throughout the show. But they're trying to... They're going home to uh, the Hostile City Showdown, so they want to show all these guys one last time. This music sucks. Oh my gosh. I wish we could just fast forward. 
Wish we could just put music over this. <laughs> I mean, probably could, but that takes a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Copyright ourselves. That'd just be more work. But still, I'm still going to hear it as I'm watching it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't give a fuck. When we watch it, we got to hear the shitty music. There's no <laughs> way for me to put on the good music unless no. we're like, hey, put this on in the background. It's <laughs> fucking death metal on. But this is basically the Shane Douglas. Yeah, all his matches. Everything yep. he's done. It's Tommy Dreamer. Yeah, that was a decent match he had with Tommy Dreamer. Yeah. He chucks the belt at Terry Funk's head. That's one of my favorites. Then they begin to brawl. That promo in the hallway is one of the best promos we've seen. Oh, yeah. The night the line was crossed. Man, I didn't know they were going to play this video package again. Shit, I have nothing to talk about this time. <laughs> At least last time I was able to go on a little rant about the 80s movies. <laughs> but well, I, I got, got that conversation again. <laughs> I had nothing here. This is kind of where we're at the mercy of like 1994. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, and... WWE editing. Right. Oh, the time he put that sack over yeah. Terry Funk's head in the cage. That was pretty brutal. This match with Hawk. Always randomly do just show up. Yeah. Randomly shows up. Always just leaves whenever he wants. <laughs> Doesn't make all his dates. Hawk probably had the right idea with just doing whatever he wanted because so many of these people wouldn't get their pay. <laughs> so he's probably like, screw it. They probably don't even pay on time, so I'm not going to show up. <laughs> Some long fucking video package here. There better be a match coming up. Can't take another video package. Or at least a promo, something. All right, good. Let's listen to Paul Heyman. Ski little greedy reasons for wanting this match to happen. We all gonna see it happen. Friday night, June twenty fourth. See you at the ECW Arena, Cactus Jack. Bang, bang. I thought I'd seen it all. I thought Cactus Jack had been through just about everything. Big guys, short guys, strong guys, tough guys. And then I saw a tape of Sabu and found out there's a world out there that I don't even know exists. Ladies and gentlemen, this Friday night, on behalf of the ECW, it's both an honor and a privilege to present to you Hostile City Showdown. Now, we're aware of the fact that our reputation out there is being an alternative product, being very, very violent. And I guess we're going to give credence to that this Friday night with matches that we have signed for that evening. A Singapore cane on a pole match. The Tasmaniac and the Pitbull in a dog collar match. 
the Bruce Brothers going for revenge against Mr. Hughes and the franchise, Shane Douglas, and of course the public enemy against the Funk Brothers. Yes, that's violence personified. And I agree that we have a very unique brand of warfare here in ECW, and that'll be evidenced even more so by the interpromotional dream match, Cactus Jack versus Sabu. The match will take place this Friday night, and at this time I want to put all of our officials and referees on notice that even for the ECW, I'm going to ask you to be even a little bit more lax, a little bit more with the rules, let them slide a little bit more. We're going to have almost no rules. We want to let this match go all the way. In fact, we want to go just a little bit further than all the way. When you pay your hard-earned dollars to come to an ECW show, you want to see a winner and you want to see a loser. And the ECW tries to deliver just that to you fans. And this Friday night will be no exception. Hostile City Showdown, Cactus Jack versus Sabu, the refs are on notice. There will be a winner. There will be a loser. You will get your dollar's worth. I can't wait. All right. Yeah, that was cool. I'm hyped up like for Hostile City Showdown now. Yeah, tell me about how, like, the, I like how he's, like, the refs, you know. They're on notice. Yeah, I like it. All right, so it is, here's the TV championship match. Pitbull's back out there with Rock and Rebel and Jason. As he's going for the ECW TV title, is held by the underdog Mikey Whipper, Mikey Wibbawaba. So Willie Watts keeps saying that this is a special edition of ECW TV, and it's called the Lowdown for the Showdown. <laughs> All right, there it is. <laughs> the, the leather strap looks so cheap. <laughs> yeah, it does. Holy shit. It's not a bad-looking belt, though. No, no, Just the plate the now. Up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Run, Mikey, run, chant. <laughs> He's going to get his ass kicked. Well, let's see how he sneaks out the win, if he actually does sneak out the win. <laughs> wow. Jeez, that was Jeez. violent. What a cheap That's shot. That's violent. The Pitbull wants the TV title back. Rebel distracts the referee as Pitbull snatches Mikey. There's Jack guy in the front row trying to get involved. I don't know what you can call that. But people... Look, look at me. I'm yeah. jacked. I could be in there. Maybe a wrestler. <laughs> oh, shit. Watch out for the little kids there. Jesus. Just whipping the guardrail and his kids right there. There's a whole lot of kids. Look at that little girl. It'd be stressful bringing your kids to one of these. Oh shit! That guy's got a baby in his arms, and they're swinging chairs Wait. right next to him. He just got up out of his seat. Uh, He's holding a baby. I see the kids in the stands. Yeah, it's in the corner. You can see exactly the guy's legs right now. The white shoes. Oh, he must have given the baby away. Here, stranger, hold my oh. baby. I gotta watch wrestling. Oh, <laughs> yeah. that was bad. Yeah, body slam through the table. Broke the table on that, too, and it just... It didn't even look like it was devastating. It just was a press slam, slow press slam, and it broke. Why is there a fucking soda on the ground outside the ring? No. <laughs> Yeah, 
parents that brought their kids to this show are like, what the fuck were we thinking? <laughs> oh, you didn't know? There's a girl scared in the front row. She's all shooken up. Her mother's like attending to her right now. Cause I thought this was WWE. She <laughs> was WWF. She's holding her leg because it got slammed by the guardrail. Oh, girl. But she's still watching. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what does it kill? He only makes you stronger, right? Yeah. Well, she's going to live with, like, a long-term knee injury the rest of her life. <laughs> <laughs> a time Pitbull threw Mikey Whipwreck right at me. Yeah. When I was fucking seven. Oh, see, someone, there's another person attending to her, too, yeah. to check on her. I was at a flea market in Philadelphia watching wrestling. Yeah. All right, so Mike is taking his ass beating as they go to commercial. And, oh! Whoa. Oh, oh Mike, he almost got some offense, but he got wrapped up. One arm. Wow. Hmm. I run Mikey sign in the audience. Ooh, nice kick. Pitbull getting ready for the swinging neckbreaker, a maneuver he learned while watching Ken Matera as a kid. One, two. Pitbull going for the nonchalant step on pinfall. Just beat him. Get the title. Yeah, man, when you're going to learn. That's how he lost the title, was by toying with Mikey Whipwreck. Yep. Mikey was able to find a way to sneak it in. Like, no one's talking about how backstage, about how lucky Whipwreck's getting to, like, win these matches. And they're just like, you know what? I'm going to fuck go in there. I'm going to hit him with a fucking cup of elbows and just pin him. Right. No shit. (laughs) No, I'm just going to play with him and toy with him. Yeah. Give him a chance. Stupid. You you fucks talk to each other backstage. So while Mikey was outside the ring there, Rockin' Rebel body slammed him on the concrete and elbow dropped him and then did a little pose as he <laughs> laid on Mikey. With so his elbow douchey. still on him. Yeah, big douche move. Nice power bomb. The pit bull bomb. And he won't go for a pin. What? Is he saying swinging neckbreaker coming up? How does he yeah. know what's coming up? Yeah. <laughs> hope, hope he gives him like an eye gouge. There's a full Nelson. What is he talking about swinging neck? Swinging neck. Oh, I guess he thinks it's a swinging neck breaker. That's not what that is, though. That's not what it is, no. Oh, Mikey submitted? Oh, the ref called a match because he didn't. Well, it was probably... Oh, he didn't let go of the hold. Let's see what they say. Jason has the belt. Pitbull won't let go of Mikey. This is the same shit that happened last match with Mr. Hughes. What's the call here? He's going to reverse the decision now. Why? Because he wouldn't let go of the hold after the match. 
So that's the same thing that happened in the last match for Mr. Hughes. Mr. Hughes wouldn't stop yeah. beating Mikey up, so they reversed the decision. So Pitbull didn't let go of the Phil Nelson, and the ref decided to reverse the decision, and now they're kicking the shit out of Mikey. And Mikey hangs on to the belt again after getting his ass kicked. <laughs> what a gimmick. <laughs> hey, some people get booked to just squash people. Some people get booked to get squashed and win, apparently. He gets squashed, he gets to be the champion. <laughs> Alright, Pitbull's got his chain, and Taz is there to help Mikey. But now Taz is taking a beating. Mikey and Taz both down here. Crowd standing up for it. That little girl still being tended to over at our seat. Man, they got the chain around Taz's neck. Pulling on it. Pipple's got the mic and he's beating him up with the mic, talking trash at the same time. <laughs> Calling Taz a scumbag. Jeez. Beat down here. Taz down. Mikey's down. Mikey's like covering Taz's head. Well, at least the description of the WWE Network is still wrong. Pitbull <laughs> is not the ECW television champion. No. <laughs> Dog collar match coming up. The Hot Dog City Showdown. Alright, let's hear what they have to say now. It seems to be only wax between your ears because you don't seem to listen. <laughs> you monkey boy, yeah. You don't seem to hear the fact. You don't seem to realize it. That this is a no-win situation for you and for that little punk pizza face 180-pound Mikey Whiprack, the current television champion. <laughs> pizza face. Must have a lot of zits. You do remind me of myself, however. Except, of course, I'm beautiful and you're repulsive. <laughs> but I was a hopeful at one time, trying to get my hand raised in victory. But no referee ever gave me a chance. No animal from Tasmania ever jumped on an apron trying to help me. And this is why I am the way I am. How do you like it? Rebel, this Friday, this Friday, no more games. I just want you to go in there, beat him, hurt him, pin him, take the title, and we're going out. <laughs> you know what I mean. Mikey Whipwreck, this Friday night, your win streak comes to an end, baby, in the city of brotherly love. <laughs> I'm going in the ring, and I'm not going to get myself disqualified. I'm going to go in the ring, hit you with one move, pin you one, two, three with one finger. Hey. And that's going to be Hey. Smart. I hate this guy. That's what you said. Yeah. <laughs> Kind of on the same page. How do you like 
the world. I can't DQ like all these other idiots. The pit bull here. <laughs> You're gonna have to face him this Friday. The pit bull. How many times? Doesn't have long enough hair for that to work. I know. How many times do I gotta lay you a Flip his hair up like he's the Undertaker. His short hair. I'm telling you right now, Friday night, I'm gonna rip your head off with this chain, and I'm gonna pull your heart out in front of everybody in Philadelphia. Everybody. This is a dog collar, man. That's right. A dog collar. I'm a dog. I'm a pit bull. <laughs> the fiercest, sickest, psychoticest, nut crazy psycho animal in the world. And you've got milk bone underwear on, brother. And I'm a dog. And you're in my pit. So you're going to eat his underwear? You're done. <laughs> <laughs> you, wow. got, you got milk bone underwear. And I'm a dog. I'm gonna bite your underwear. Alright, we got Public Enemy in the ring there. Who the hell is their opponents? Who the hell are they? Tag team champs got their belts. Oh, no, there they are. No, there they are. Yep, in the corner. I was saying, wow, really dropped the ball there. <laughs> the fuck are their opponents? Oh, same people from last episode. Sandbox. Were they screaming jailbird? Yeah. Hartgood and Sadoff. And they run away. Alright, they're in Montgomeryville. That's where they are. Oh, here comes the bad breed. Backs are rotten. So they're in some staging area and they're heading down the stairs now. The bad breed's back. Zern's Farmer's Market Pizza. Alright. It's a random sign. Imagine you're going into this wrestling show and you get tickets and then you get there and you walk in and this is where it is. <laughs> Looks like it's in a, like someone's basement. Like a big basement. Yeah, I don't, it's, I don't know what to make of it. The cinder block walls. Yeah. Is it indoors? Yeah, it looks, it's gotta be, right? It looks to be indoors. Yeah. Like the stairs to the far right that scale up, that's like shit you see on like the outside of like a house. When someone has like a porch on the second yeah. floor or something. It's also like the area where like the boss's office is in a construction 
like uh, yeah. <laughs> like a factory rather. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can look down from above on everybody working. Yeah, maybe it's like an old textile mill. Yeah, maybe. If anybody knows, let us know. At ExtremeCast on Twitter. I know it's in Montgomeryville. Sound like you said they're going to trade dicks. <laughs> trade dicky wicky. <laughs> Whatever he said. Alright, so Flyboy's got the mic. That's right, they got the match with the Funk Brothers coming oh, up. Oh, nice. This supercard coming up seems to be a good one. <laughs> in the middle of talking his elbows <laughs> uh, Axel uh, yeah it was Axel that's pretty cool just beating the shit out of the bad breed but cutting them promo yeah. at the same time <laughs> I like it best part of the show so far yeah. Johnny OJ Grunt. God. <laughs> I'd agree with you there, Billy Boy. Yeah. What the hell did he just say? He's got the juice. He's got blood on his hands. Who's referring to? Flyboy Rocco Rock and Johnny. It looks so different. Got off a bus in South Philadelphia, homeless. Rocco looks better without his shirt on. <laughs> yeah. It actually looks like a wrestler. I was kind of shocked he's in this. Yeah, he doesn't. Doesn't look like he's in that well of shape with the top on. Let that feeling, right. that despair that we had, leave your memory bank, boy. Or like, fine, Johnny. I'll wear the jersey, too, so you don't feel bad. <laughs> it doesn't matter if we're from Chicago. It doesn't matter if we're from Philadelphia, New York, North New Jersey, Detroit, Milwaukee. It doesn't matter. Get it. You saw the only thing that matters is last September 18th. We stopped in front of the ECW arena. We walked in. We committed ourselves to become wrestlers. We said, yeah, we can do this. Give us a shot. Give us a shot. We know how to fight. Nine months later, you take a look at that good boy. You focus in on that, Mr. Cameraman, because nine months later, Nine short months later, we are now the ECW Tag Team Champions. And who comes along? Mr. Terry Funk. Yeah, some young yuppie from Scarsdale comes to us and offers us money to take this guy out. Well, there ain't nothing that me and Johnny Grunge love better than money, baby. 
we get your own grandma for a few bucks. So we do the job. Now, you come in, Mr. Funk, and you start saying you're gonna take these belts from us, and you get your goofy brother to come down from Amarillo, Texas, and you think that after all these years of starving, of fighting on the streets, we're gonna go back to that? No way. No way. Dory Funk, you don't know what you're getting into, boy. You don't know what your goofy brother is dragging you into. You're getting involved in something like that poor fool that was hooked up with O.J. Simpson's wife. O.J. Simpson's wife, that poor fool, look what he got himself into. And you're gonna get right into the same thing. Jeez. You're going right into the same trap as that dummy. And I'm telling Talk you about right a dead guy. now, you're All gonna end up just like that dummy this Friday night at the ECW Arena. We did commit the crime, and we will do the time. Howard, you drive. Let's get out of here. <laughs> oh, I have the car after they cut the promo. That's pretty cool. Good promo. Yeah, no, I like that. And I'm very I'm very happy I was reminded of uh, Terry and Dory for coming up. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be a fun match. I'm hyped for Hostile City Showdown. Yeah. The whole lineup is fucking great. <laughs> oh. Sabu versus Cactus Jack. No hype necessary. It's true. What do we got here? Oh, Sabu. Talking is done. We claim oh, this match Paul Heyman. no hype. No hype necessary at the Hostile City Showdown. Of a the most eagerly anticipated interpromotional match of this century. ECW's number one star. The suicidal, the homicidal, the genocidal Sabu managed by yours truly, Paul E. Dangerously. Against the wildest man WCW has ever employed, Cactus Jack. The man that invented the whole concept of suicidal wrestling. The man that took wrestling to the new echelon. The man that truly brought hardcore wrestling to the United States of America. The man that for the past five years has been the lord of the hardcores. All the boasting, all the bragging is done. You can come out here with all your bang bangs, and I can come out here with all the threats on behalf of Sabu. It does no good. What it boils down to is this. If you people watching this want to see this match, there might be another one if both survive. If neither one has a fatal injury, a crippling injury, which you know they both might have, there might be more Cactus Jack versus Sabu's matches. Maybe. But there'll only be one first. Only one first time that Sabu looks across the ring and looks into the eyes of a man more insane than he is. That looks into the eyes of a man that's more suicidal than he is. And there'll only be one first time that Cactus Jack can stare across the ring and look into the eyes of a man more insane than he. That Cactus Jack can look across the ring 
and for the first time in his life say, you know, the eyes are the mirror to the soul, and I may not have much of a soul, but this man has no soul whatsoever. This Friday night, no hype necessary. Sabu versus Cactus Jack, and I can promise you this, Jack. I'm sick and tired of walking down the street saying, I am the manager of Sabu, and people say, oh, yeah? Well, what about Cactus Jack? Everywhere we go tonight, Sabu put two cold Scorpio right through the stinking match, and the people, the sold-out crowd right here, stood in unison on their feet, yelling out the name of their almighty God, Cactus Jack, dropping down to their knees, worshiping their demigod. Oh, there once was a man named Michael Foley, who the hardcores worshiped as if he were holy. This Friday night, it's over. Never again will either one of us ever hear that chant, Cactus, Cactus, Cactus. Cactus! Ah! Awesome. Ah. Five years ago, Sabu, All right, I Cactus. knew it was a matter of time. So someone just a little bit wilder than Cactus Jack came around. Someone just a little bit more death-defying came around. Someone just a little bit crazier than Cactus Jack came around. But all that means very little. It may be the first time in the world that someone wilder than me steps in the ring. But I'll tell you for sure, it's the first time in the world I'm going to look across the ring and see someone even uglier than me in Philadelphia. It's going to stay that way. Bang, bang. Well, what a way to wrap things up as they head on to Hostile City Showdown just a couple days later. Looking forward to it. <laughs> so is this what we're covering on our next episode of ECW? Yeah. The Extreme Cast? Right. Two weeks, we'll do the Supercard Special, Hostile City Showdown. Oh, we'll watch nice. all the matches. Nice. So that's so this is more like the calm before the storm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a whole lot of great on these shows that we watched for this episode. You know, but the the hype hype was good though, hyping up the big matches to come. So that's what we'll be getting to in two weeks, and then next month we will uh, continue on with the next few episodes. We're gonna do a a, a bigger sized one. Kind of help us get on track with the next Supercard. So that'll be June 28th, July 5th, July 12th. And that'll be coming out on September 9th. So again, in two weeks on August 26th. I can't believe it's already that time. The next episode is going to be the end of August. What the fuck? <laughs> it'll be the Hostile City Showdown. That's our fifth Supercard special. That's from June 24th, 1994. So that's what we have coming up here on the Extreme ECW Livecast. But also check out... JV and I's other show, it's the Bottom Line Wrestling Cast, and what we have coming out this week is episode 82, Do Onto Others, and we're covering April through May of 2001, so that will include Backlash from April of 2001, a little bit of Insurrection, UK pay-per-view, but we also did a watch-along with our podcast buddies from Talking Taker, we did a watch-along last week, so that's available for you to check out too. If you want to go over to Bottom Line Wrestling Cast, subscribe. Follow us on Twitter at Bottom Line Cast. And you can also follow JV and I on Twitter. So our personal accounts, mine's is MPRU83. And then JV is at John Van Damage. And again, follow this show at ExtremeCast on Twitter. If you want to share any insights, any information you have about what we covered on these two episodes, 
And as always, you know, at this point, we, we give shout outs to anybody that interacts with us on Twitter there. So get yourself a shout out. If you have something to say. All right. So, JV, anything left? No, no. Other than now, uh, kind of a lull, the two episodes we covered tonight. But um, it sounds like we're going to get a big fucking payoff next, and I can't wait. Right. And that- the card is stacked. Right, so we'll have that, but then even after that, then we're going to get building up for new feuds again. So, yeah, so we're at this point where it's like, all right, just days before the big show here, now we'll get it, and then we'll get whole new storylines probably after that, too, after all these blow-offs from these big feuds that are going on. So I can't wait for it, and hope you guys are as excited as we are, and you know, join in again in two weeks. And we're going to leave you now with the song that is the Bad Breed's entrance music. So they had a match, so I figured, all right, let me pick somebody that had a match and what their, find out what their entrance music was. So their entrance music was Hair of the Dog. And that is a song that became famous around this time. They actually use a Gun, Guns N' Roses version of it. But I like the original version from Nazareth. Better than the Guns N' Roses one. So that's what I'm going to play here as we close out the show. JV, if you're not sure of it, the, name, the song based on the name, it's the uh, Son of a Bitch song. Now you're messing with the Son of a uh, Bitch! <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice, nice. I didn't recognize it by name. Yeah, because the hair of the dog is supposed to be like a play on the God, word yeah. you know, heir. Like the king's son is the new heir to the throne. So heir... Of the dog is son of a bitch. <laughs> you know, you get it? Son of a bitch. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I still yeah. wouldn't have put two. No, I know. Together. I, I wouldn't have either. I was like, what the fuck's uh, air of the dog? I, was, oh, I thought you were trying to justify why I should get it. No, no, no. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't get it either at first. Uh, but I had to read about it, and then I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> now you're the pro. <laughs> yeah, I'm the pro now. <laughs> so, anyways, enjoy that song. It's a badass, kick ass song, and we'll be back in two weeks. So long.